You're listening to the Power of Video Podcast, episode number 53. Yes, yes, you heard that right. I am changing the name from That's the Industry to The Power of Video. So a little bit of changes. I'll be interviewing creatives and professionals who are growing their brands and business using video. You know, when you're doing these podcasts, I've been doing it for over a year and things evolve. That being said, I just wanted to take this time to thank you so much for those of you who've been following my journey, following this podcast. It means more than you'll ever know. So once again, thank you. I still want to bring as much value as humanly possible. So this is my very first video episode. I know you. if you're listening to this, you can't obviously see me, but if you go on YouTube and type in Thomas Jordan TV, you can see this episode. And that was one of the biggest things that I wanted to bring to this podcast is video. And I also talk about the five mistakes I made over the course of the year with this podcast so you can avoid them and you don't run into the same things I did. The link for the video will be in the description. So I'm not going to waste any more time. We're going to jump into tip number one, and that is procrastination. Whatever you do, do not procrastinate. I am an expert procrastinator. It's been like that since high school. I would wait to the last minute. I'd get like four months to do a project and I find myself doing it the night before starting at 11 o'clock and you know how that goes if you are one. Um, I wish and this is also a perfect example. It's what September almost October and I'm just now starting back my podcast with video which is nine nine months ago. Yeah. So learn from me. Do not procrastinate. I really, really wish I had started sooner. And you know, you get into that flow where it's like, oh, I'll start next week or my favorite. I'll start tomorrow. And guess what? Tomorrow never comes. So when I started my podcast last year, uh, I had a perfect name for it. And to be honest, I can't remember it to this day, but uh, I was getting ready to go. I had a ton of interviews in the bucket, ready to roll. And I watched a couple of YouTube videos and one of them was like, oh yeah, by the way, make sure your name's not taken. And I, it was like this slow motion thing of me going into iTunes and typing it in. And sure enough, it was taken. And luckily, it came out like a few days later. It just kind of flew out. Uh, That's how I got That's the Industry. I really wish I knew what the original one was called, but I've been saying That's the Industry for over a year. But make sure your name is not taken. But And also... It's going to evolve. I mean, look how this podcast is turning out. I'm st- It's basically the same concept, but I really wanted to introduce video to this project and I am super excited about it. And that's the thing, even though you are super excited about something, it's always going to evolve. So I went from that's the industry to the power of video. So what you start with probably won't end with, so don't get too romantic about the name of the actual podcast. And honestly, I just want you to start, like just start. I go in with it with like, of course I want people to listen, but when you're just starting, treat it like, I mean, don't even treat, I mean, it's honestly, I treat it like no one's listening is the easiest way I can describe it. Make it ugly. Don't have an intro. Just 
slap something together on Canva. You can always change it. No intro, no outro, no transitions. Just learn as you go. You can do all the research in the world. And if you're anything like me, you do too much research. One video turns into three, three turns into six, six turns into nine. And you think you're going to remember all this stuff. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen that way. And people get romantic about it because they're putting their name on it. But like I said, no one's listening just yet. So please, please just start. Don't be like me and wait till September of the next year to start your podcast. And I'm going to be honest with you, it is a whole new plan. I'm taking my own advice. I don't have the intros and outros ready to roll for you. I just don't. Uh, I just wanted to get this out there. I have been putting it off for so long. And it's a whole mix of emotions. I'm scared and relieved. I had to like force myself to actually sit down and do this episode. And I'm even getting fancy with it by having another camera and having a separate audio for this microphone and not to the other can to my a camera. So I've got two cameras plus audio. So when I bring this in, there's already too many moving pieces, but I was like, you know what? This needs to be done today. And even I've been dragging today, I just, it needs to start tonight. So this is what we're doing right now. All right, here we go. Tip number two. And tip number two is actually a part of one of my pillars for my program. And it is personal health. I cannot tell you how important your personal health is. You hear people say it, I'm, you know, all the time that you really need to stay in shape, do something, do, that's the thing, do something. I was 220 pounds at one time. And I used like, I haven't, I've never been that big of a guy. Uh, I've always been small growing up, but I injured my knee a while back and I just slipped into the seventh circle of depression and got up to 220. And I just remember <laughs> there was this show on TV called from fit to fat to fit where these personal trainers who were in shape would take four months, eat as much as they could gain as much weight as they possibly can. And then they would lose the weight with their clients. And it was just so ironic that I was propped up on a couch, just eating my feelings. And I stepped on the scale one day and saw 220. And I honestly just started to cry. I was just like, I've never been this heavy. It was awful. And now, and I've been into fitness now for a long time. And that's why I want to incorporate it into my programs. Cause it is the, like I have finally figured it out through all the paleos, the ketos, every diet, every workout program. I sound like an infomercial now, um, but I have finally figured it out into three steps and what that, and like I've yo-yoed, so I don't know if you've had experience with that, but I finally figured it out and I lost 35 pounds. So right now I'm sitting around 174 to about 177, but I already put it out on the internet that I was going to get to 160 because I want to be able to tell you that I lost 60 pounds and kept it off by doing these three things. I'm not joking. This is it in its simplest form. All you have to do is track your calories, eat more protein, drink more water, and walk 30 minutes to an hour a day. I'm a little obsessive compulsive, so I would walk a lot longer, two to four hours sometimes. And I know that sounds like a long time, but 
in my head and it's justifiable to me because I spend about from front door to gym to back is about two hours. So, and that's all, that's a little over 10,000 steps. So that's how I was justifying the two hour mark. But, uh, for the four hour mark, when I tell my clients that they think I'm absolutely crazy and they're like, dude, I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so you don't have to do that. But I was taking client calls and that's when all my ideas come. So I'm basically working as I'm walking. And that's what I want to teach people to do. Because even that first 10 pounds, I felt just so much better. Like I knew I had a long road ahead of me. I still do. And I've got about two and a half months more. So to get to 160, I'm hoping the goal is to get it before Thanksgiving. But just losing that first 10, I felt 10 times better. My clothes fit a little bit better. My confidence went up with my my work I was more productive I was sleeping a lot better and I'm not trying to preach like this whole like weight loss program that's not what this is I just want to want people to take care of themselves like it is the one thing that I feel like everybody can do and I promise you you are going to just feel 10 times better it's going to affect how you are on camera how you feel how you interact with people when you do your interviews you're going to be able to interview longer like there's just so many benefits and I'm I'm not telling anybody to go lift weights or anything I'm just telling just all you got to do is walk walk drink more water eat more protein and track your calories that's it all right, tip number three, and this is also pillar number two in my program, is adding video. Now, I'm not asking you to do my setup by any means, but just start adding video. So with your podcast, everything, like it's exciting at first because it's just the cost of entry is just so low and anybody can get into it and you you literally just need a pair of Apple iPhones and a cheap mic to get started with podcasting, right? But there's one problem. iTunes and Spotify, they're not search engines, but you know what is? YouTube. And if you've been on this channel long enough, you know YouTube is my jam and it is just, it's owned by Google. There's tons of security in it. And plus it makes you searchable. So you're going to see when these interviews start coming out, I'm going to be interviewing a lot of people who are using video in their brand or business. So you're going to hear their tips and tricks and you could apply it to your business. Now, if you're going to start interviewing people, like it, it's so easy. You just have to get, start with Zoom. That's all you got to do. Just start with Zoom and just go from there. But make sure you add video. If And... And this goes back to the procrastination. I knew when I started my podcast a while back to put video because I've been in front of the camera for 10 years now. Uh, if you don't know, I was a weatherman. I could do a mean seven-day forecast. I might have to do that sometime. And I was a multimedia journalist. I did that for almost 10 years. In the last five, I was on the red carpet interviewing celebrities and producers and high-value influencers. And I just, I've always been on camera. I've been an on-camera guy. It's just, I'll be honest, I got a little lazy. But you know what? I got to sip my own Kool-Aid and you have to add video. And we're moving right along. So tip number three, treat your podcast like a business. As I was saying earlier, anyone can start one. The cost of entry is super low, but most people who start a podcast start it as a hobby with zero 
business plan. If you're going to be putting all this time and effort into something, you have to have an ROI. You have to have some form of return on investment. This is why I'm such an advocate for putting your podcast on YouTube, especially longer form pieces of content. Let's just say this episode alone is 30 minutes to an hour. Do you understand if I were to chop that up into tiny bits and little snippets for each platform? And that's just on the video side. That's not even converting it into written or just straight audio. You can turn that into hundreds of pieces of content. And that's not even including if you decide to recycle those pieces. So once again, just do that. And people can, and just remember, people can search you, or excuse me, when you're on YouTube You can do so many other things because since people are searching you, you can offer your services. You can offer, you can do affiliate marketing. So if you notice in all of my YouTube videos, if you click in the description, I have a link to all my podcast gear, all my cameras, all my monitors, all my lights. That's affiliate marketing. You will earn more with affiliate marketing than you will with YouTube AdSense. AdSense is called AdSense for a reason. The keyword is, is sense. Even I'm right now as of recording this video, I'm at like 9:33, right? So, even if I do get monetized, I'll still I may make $15. Like it's just not worth it. So, but you can do it. That's just another look at it as a bonus and the most important thing I will say is to start building your email list. And if you've heard me say it before, Hear it again because you never know how many times I'm going to have to say it for you to understand. Start an email list. Go on YouTube and type in how to start an email list on MailChimp. I promise. Just please. It's a little extra work and there's a little learning curve, but please just start your email list right now, especially when if you decide to start creating your own digital products or you start to do merch or anything you want to promote. Just you want to have that email list because God forbid YouTube or any other social media platform you have goes away. You have that list and you are in control. Being in control is great. You know what else is great? Delegating. Now, there's so many moving parts when it comes to this. Like once again, there's three, two cameras here in a separate audio track. That means I have to dump all those cards, all that audio. I have to edit. I have to do the micro content for it. I have to post it. You're just, you're going to be doing it solo. All right. Let's just get that out there. You're going to be doing it solo for a little bit, but when you get the chance, you are going to want to delegate these tasks, especially the editing and the posting, because I'm telling you, it is so, as you know, it takes so much effort to plan a video, to write it, to shoot it, to edit it, to post it. It is just, it's a lot. It's like a weight that just lives on your shoulders. And when you get the chance that you can delegate, do it. Fiverr.com used to be trash. You'd be surprised what you can find for cheap on Fiverr. And plus, if you start hiring people, you're treating it like a business. That's a learning uh, a learning curve in itself. I am still learning how to delegate because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. I'm sure you can relate. But it is 
the best thing once you find the best person for the job because that alleviates you to focus on more business tasks. It allows you to focus on revenue generating activities. And don't forget when you're setting up interviews as well, that's a whole process in itself too. So I'm working on that right now is training people how to set up these interviews. But now that I think about it, that's one thing I'm going to have to let go a little bit because I actually like the process of finding the talent, finding new and improved ways to reach out to higher value people, whether they're entrepreneurs, celebrities, whether they got a book or a movie coming out, anybody who can bring value to this podcast, you're going to get a lot of no's. Sometimes they'll ghost you, but I'm always trying to figure out new and improved ways to basically hack the system and get, get people on this podcast. And if you don't delegate, the consequences for that are burnout. Just by doing this video alone, there's just so many steps. As you guys know, you'll hear me say that a lot, but you will you run the risk of burning out. But the important thing is you learn how to do everything and then you can delegate it, especially with editing, because that way you speak the talk, right? You speak how to edit. So if I'm like, hey, I need just ripple delete there, make a few cuts here and here, and you know, add this transition here. Those are all editor's terms. I'm just spitballing here, but you get the point. Also, one of the most important things when treating your video podcast like a business is the call to action. You will never ever hear me say subscribe to my channel, subscribe to my YouTube channel, throw a like, ring the bell. No. You know why? Because those don't, there's no ROI. There's no return on investment. You'll hear me say it here. You'll hear me say it in other videos as well. My call to actions are my YouTube quick start guide. It is, it's uh, basically this free mini course that I've created to help you make your very first video and get started on YouTube without the tech overwhelm. So you put in your email. Now I've got your email. And in case I decide to to put out a program sometime soon, you guys will be the first to know. Or once again, if you decide to do any type of affiliate marketing or offer your products and services, if you wanted to learn how to video podcast, I could be like, look, send me an email. I'll send you a rate and we'll see if we can work together. That's it. That's your call to action because those are renovating revenue generating activities. So the most important thing is the call to action, whether that's at the beginning of your podcast, in the middle, or even at the end or all three, whichever floats your boat. All right. I know that was a long winded one. Uh, This is tip number four invest in a mentor. This is also one of the most important things, especially for me, whether it's business, podcasting, YouTube, you need to find some form of mentor, whether that's me, whether that's somebody else. Find one and I promise you, I swear, yes, they cost money. To work with them costs money. To work with me costs money. But when you do, you take all those people's years of experience and you just crunch, you basically skip the line and you save more time than you'll ever know. And that way you're not just watching random YouTube videos, going through hundreds of videos, trying to find one that's in English. You got to find one that where they don't ramble all the time, even though I ramble a little bit, but it's just, it's just straight 
to the point. So it's like podcasting, find a mentor for that. YouTube, find a mentor for that. Lucky for you, I do both. But I'm just saying, you want to find a mentor no matter who it is. You're going to, and this is a learning process too, you're going to find good ones and you're going to find bad ones. But the good thing is, for all the bad ones, now you know what you don't like and now maybe you have to do more research and you learn what not to do. That is key. Whoo! Here we go. We're moving right along to tip number five and that is add interviews to your video podcast. Man, I've been talking so long, my mouth is dry and... <laughs> Well, podcast. So add more interviews to your podcast. There's so many benefits to this. And I don't think, to be honest, I think it's one of the best networking tools you can use, especially now during this pandemic. Everybody's doing everything digital now. You just don't know who you're going to meet. So it's like, depending on which space you're in, man, I, I can't even begin to tell you how many contacts that I've made through interviews. But I'll be honest with you, interviews are kind of a pain in the butt because you're on their schedule, right? I mean, you have your day that you want to schedule, but sometimes you have to chase. And I'll be honest, there was an interview uh, that I chased for two years, two years. I just poke, poke, poke. And, you know, they appreciate the persistence and they remember that. And they referred me to somebody else who I was looking to interview. And that person forward me to somebody else that you want to interview. And plus it is just, you get a new audience, you get to kind of piggyback off their audience a little bit. It's a fun way to collaborate and it's a great way to demonstrate your expertise without having to script any videos, without having to do any tutorial videos. I mentioned it earlier. You can do a whole interview with somebody in your space and you guys can just chat, chat it up and show your expertise without having to script a thing and you'll have unlimited content and you won't have to make one more tutorial video. Don't get me wrong. I know I'm in the education space. I don't mind doing tutorial videos and how-to videos. Educational content is great. But if I could do anything all day, I would interview people all day and just get the value from the interview and chop it up into bits so I can give it right to you. So you're getting my perspective as well as the other person's perspective. And and this is a little bit more advanced and down the line, but let's just say you interview a celebrity or an influencer, right? You take that video and now you can chop it up into a Facebook ad and start targeting their audience. Like you just go right after your audience. They'll see all your stuff, all their stuff, which will make you an authority in your space once again without having to do any tutorial videos. Plus, they are super fun. I could talk to people all day. It's super different. You're going to see that a lot on this channel. My next video is going to be my first interview. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm going to be bringing you more interviews. So if you know any creators, whether they're at the very top celebrity status, or if they're high level influencers, comment below and let me know. I'll reach out and do my best to get them on the podcast. But all the interviews that I will be doing, these people are crushing it in their space using video. I know my expertise is in YouTube, but I have found so many creators on TikTok. There's people that are crushing it on Instagram. 
There's even people on LinkedIn who are just crushing it with video and they're bringing in tons of leads, they're networking. And to be honest, it doesn't even have to be super crisp quality. You really need your iPhone and a tripod. That's all you really need. I have seen tons of cell phone footage on every platform do just fine with your iPhone. Like just do that. Stand in front of a window and you are good. Just make sure the lighting's good. Like it's just so you just got to get started. And the people that I will be bringing on this podcast are going to reiterate because you're going to hear me just say it again and again and again. And it's going to add to your story. That way, when you make it big, when you hit, when everything starts to hit, people are going to say, well, Thomas, it's easy for you to say that you've got all this equipment. Well, if you scroll all the way back, you can even tell just my on-camera presence, my the way I shot video is just not the same. It is not the same. And even now, when I look back on this for a year from now, it's not going to be the same. I think I'm doing great, but I'm telling you, after every year, you just get better and better and better. And then once people see that, let's just say you start with a cell phone and now you switched over to a DSLR camera. Now you've got a videographer. Now you've got an editor. So when they're like, well, it's easy for you to say you have a team. Well, it's like, well, look, scroll back and you see that I've been doing this for how long? And yeah, I started just where you are. So get started. Don't focus too much on the quality. Just start using video to grow your brand or business right now. All right, that does it for the first episode of The Power of Video. Thank you so much for watching. If you are still here, this is my first solo episode. I'm here in the trenches with you. I'm just putting it out there. I've been putting it off for so long and it was messy. I'm sweating and I've got, I can't wait to go back through this footage and just see how good and or bad it was. So just get in the trenches with me. Let's create some content. Let's start generating leads. Let's start building your network and your net worth with video podcasting. And that being said, it's time to take action. Remember what I was saying called action? Here it is. I want you to download my free YouTube quick start guide. It's a free video mini course that shows you how to create professional videos for your YouTube channel without the tech overwhelm. The link for that is in the description and we'll see you next time.